0: Welcome to this week's edition of Gravel Travel. I'm your host, JJ Leroux. I was quite surprised when I saw your profile for the first time, because in my mind and in my understanding from what it is and where you come from, it's quite unusual in a way. So won't you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and, and where it is? Where are you right now? And where did you grow up?
1: I'm an Indian girl. I'm basically from South India. Uh, I grew up in, in Hubli, Karnataka. Uh, for me at that time, I really thought this was like this a small town because we were like so bound within this 30 kilometers or 20 kilometers and I knew nothing beyond that. Um, and, um, yeah, it was, uh, I, I studied in a convent school, which is why, uh, I speak uh, English and uh, I grew up in an Anglo-Indian family. So my parents were very different from the rest. Um, uh, not very strict, but they were very, very supportive, uh, for me and like whatever I did. So, uh. Yeah, so, uh, but uh, for the rest of the people, my friends and stuff, uh, they had to be back home, say, by like six in the evening, and they were not allowed to go out after that. Um, uh, There were a lot of restrictions for the other women where I come from. But uh, yeah, I'm really thankful that I grew up with such supportive parents.
0: What do you think made the difference? Where did your parents' their change in attitude or their approach to life? Where did their their different approach come from?
1: Um, I I think because my dad works in the railways, and uh, uh, when he uh, when he was at work, like he did like a whole tour of India, and I think that just broadened up his mind and just uh, opened up this whole different world for him. Uh, for him uh, where he got to meet different people and also learn different uh, experience like just get to experience the different cultures and stuff of India so I think that is what he wanted for me which is why he uh, they allowed me to travel and to just do what I love doing I'm Candida Lewis and I'm an adventure motorcyclist I started riding almost 14 years ago, and uh, uh, it all started off as being a pillion rider with my dad, which eventually I started riding my own motorcycle and then touring a short distance, just about 200 kilometers a day. And from there, um, uh, I got into a corporate job uh, and... uh, Yeah, I was bound to like this uh, 9 to 8 job. And then uh, one day I decided to quit my my finance job and started riding a motorcycle all across India. This was in 2015, wherein I covered uh, close to 30,000 kilometers and uh, 22 states of India. And after that, I did not want to go back into my financial job. I wanted to do something in the motorcycle industry, which is why I kept riding. uh, And I love showing people uh, what India is all about. It's such amazing places to ride and explore over here. And uh, that's when I started leading motorcycle tours for people in India and then this slowly became changed from my passion into my profession.
0: You didn't suddenly just stop. You you pre- took some time to prepare because obviously there's financial implications to do that kind of thing.
1: Yeah, so basically I had worked for five years and I used some of that savings and my PF amount that I had collected from that job to travel for the first two years and then i started doing my motorcycle tours and in in that short span of time i had already started grow, growing like a social media following and then i started getting a uh, a little income from there as well so yeah it eventually worked out because i i i just guess i was really passionate about doing something in this industry yeah
0: so from from being a pillion rider with your dad and I suppose the interests being sparked there from his travels all over the country as a railway worker, what other things or means did you use in preparation for for what it is that you wanted to do? Uh,
1: So the uh, the 2015 ride that I did, I actually had not prepared. In just four days, I left on that ride. But, uh, yeah... um, I think I've learned so much by being on the road and actually riding and meeting people and just learning on the go that I did not do any planning beforehand. It just, uh, I just like, um, uh, just go with the flow and see where life takes me because, uh, at that time I was really young as well. And, um, I had no commitments and, uh, my parents work so I, I don't like there was no um restraint and I, I just thought that this is the perfect time for me to explore these new fields and just go with the flow. So I don't really plan even the Australia ride that I did. Uh I I, I think I packed on the last day of the trip, just one day before I could leave. So that's just how I am. I don't do any planning. But if there's any other girl out there that wants to get into riding and stuff, I definitely think you should plan because I think a trip would go better, especially if you have like a short period of time, um, then you really need to plan your trips well. But whenever I leave on a on a big journey, then um, I don't really plan because I want The trip to be meaningful I want to meet new people I want to experience something different so that's why I don't plan it I hope that makes sense
0: it makes a lot of sense I I'm also interested then in your choice of motorcycle by that time did you own a a motorcycle was it a road going version or did you already have a bike what what was your choice based on
1: Uh, Yeah, so when I was in college, I was riding like a scooter and then uh, my dad actually gifted me a Royal Enfield motorcycle and then uh, I did my India ride on the Royal Enfield and then uh, eventually over the years, uh, different motorcycle brands were giving me their motorcycles to ride um, in different countries and then... um, and then from my India to Australia ride, I picked up a Bajaj Domino, which is an Indian motorcycle as well as a 400cc motorcycle. So, yeah, and um, I I don't know why, but uh, uh, I prefer these smaller bikes because it's so easier to maintain and uh, the, the Bajaj domino especially was so trustworthy that I did not have to think much about it. I knew it would take me to all these places. So it was pretty cool.
0: So did you... Did you learn before the time to do all this maintenance or is it something that just came with time development and observing what other people was doing?
1: Yes, it definitely came with time, especially meeting a lot of overlanders from Germany and all these other different countries and uh, just watching them work on their bike so much because it's very rare for an Indian girl to be servicing her bike, especially because in India there's so many mechanics mechanical mechanics all over like you would find a mechanical shop like every say one kilometer so uh, there's not really that need or like women are not taught how to uh, repair their motorcycles so yeah I learned it on the road when something would happen to my motorcycle then I would try to figure out what's wrong with it how do I fix it and then uh, YouTube has been very helpful as well in learning Um, uh, but even till today I don't know what most of the parts are called but I do know how to fix most of it so that's just how I've learned
0: did you did you have many breakdowns um, on your travels? Was there many big things that 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 forced you to stop for long times?
1: Ah uh, no no never um, big breakdowns. But uh, definitely when I shipped my motorcycle from Bali to Perth, Australia, it was supposed to take only 15 days but it ended up taking two months that was the biggest delay on any trip that I've faced so yeah but I used my time and I did quite a lot so I spent one month in Bali and one month in Australia and they were really busy months because I was like um I did a dive course. Um, I helped my friends build a shed. I learned how to weld. It's just like random stuff, but it was nice.
0: Now, in in uh, my introduction to yourself, I said to you that my perception or my view of Indian culture from the outside is that is one that it's women are quite restricted in a way or it's unconventional and we now I'm specifically referring to you, you riding a motorcycle and not only that you are an adventure motorcyclist I mean is that the case it's unusual for a lady like you in your culture to ride
1: uh so in two thousand fifteen I think there were hardly thirty or forty women in the entire country that was riding a motorcycle, uh say in a population of almost two billion people. Um so uh, but over the years now we definitely see a big difference because now there's at least more than 10000 women that ride motorcycle so the times are definitely changing um more women are coming out riding motorcycles exploring the country also their husbands their brothers their parents are being more supportive of them especially in the bigger cities of India not so much in the smaller towns but eventually even that's uh, changing so yeah it's a gradual process but uh, yeah things are getting better
0: tell us a little bit about your journey to Australia, what sparked that? Why Why did you want to go on the journey?
1: So I've always dreamt about riding around the world, but I always wanted to ride from India to London. Uh, but then while I was like constantly thinking about this big trip from India to London, I got to know about this boy named Alistair Farland. And uh, he was very inspiring to me uh, because of his story. And he was he was the same age as me. And he was on a world trip uh, when he passed away in an accident in North America. And uh, if it was any other Indian uh, boy's parents... They would tell everyone they know that never to touch a motorcycle or not to even ride a motorcycle because they just lost their son. But his parents actually uh, were very supportive to other riders and they kept encouraging more youngsters to go out there and see the world and, and ride around. Which is why I thought it's like every parent's dream that if their son or daughter goes on a world trip to come back home safe and Alistair couldn't go back home safe. Which is why I thought I would change my route from India to London and just ride from India to Sydney, Australia. I never knew that was possible because of the water in between and stuff. But I just knew I had to get there. I did not know how how long it's going to take me or anything like that. I was even ready to go there on a, on a bicycle. So that was basically the idea of why I started riding to Australia. And then yeah I had planned on doing it in 4 months but it ended up taking 8 months but I was so grateful that I finished the journey for him
0: Did so when you started traveling as a as a as an adventure motorcyclist as a as a motorcycle rider how did your outlook on life change what what is the most significant changes for you that happened in all this time when you when you were busy on your travels
1: Oh my God, I'm so grateful and thankful to have uh, become a motorcycle rider because uh, I think the motorcycle, when I started riding itself, it gave me so much freedom. It made me such an independent and strong girl because I did not have to rely on anyone else. I could just go wherever I wanted to. Um, And uh, also, like, just... By traveling to all these places, meeting new people, I learned to trust people a lot more. Um, I, I started believing more in the power of prayers because of all the experiences that I had uh, experienced during these journeys. And uh, just uh, it just has made me a better person, a more understanding and kinder and just... Um, And that is why I try to tell people to just be kind to one another because we are just a tiny speck in this big, big world and that you can only realize when you travel through places. And... uh, Yeah, just the hospitality of people all across the world. The biking community is so close-knit. They're so very supportive throughout the world, which is incredible. So I wouldn't have gotten to experience all of this if I wasn't a biker.
0: Wow, that's phenomenal. There's, There's so many different interesting strands to your story that I don't know... Forgive me for jumping all over the show. And the the your inspiration would you is, or your growth as a person and and how it's changed your life do you use that to empower and inspire other women or is the inspiration related to to just your culture or would you think it's for men and women from all kinds of Um, cultures and
1: yeah so until like two years ago I was just doing this for myself I uh, was just writing because I really loved it and I was passionate about it but as my social media following grew I realized that now it's not only about myself but it's for all the people that is getting inspired by my post Um, it's not only women, but there's a lot of men. I think almost 80% of the people following me are men. So, and I get... tons of messages from all of them even like elderly people saying that they I really inspire them but sometimes I wonder I'm so young and why do people find such inspiration through what I'm doing but then they tell me that they have never gotten an opportunity to do something like this so they are seeing the world through my travels So I feel really blessed to be able to show people uh, the good side of the world and uh, show, uh, just give that energy boost to to the women out there that even they can achieve what they put their mind to and also if they work
0: hard. What is the general feeling on the streets? I mean, I'm saying on the streets because... India in the villages and, and, and cities, is it's a very social culture. So what are people's, what are their reactions to you and what you are doing in your own culture?
1: Uh, yeah, so when I started off riding, I used to get teased quite a lot. A lot of uh, boys would like try to race with me uh say that I can't really ride big bikes or that I'm too skinny to handle motorcycles. Uh, and uh, just uh, a lot of like attention on the road like everyone's staring at me. Um, but uh, I think now a lot of people have gotten used to that idea and they are like seeing a lot more women. Uh, on the road which is why I encourage more women out there to start riding so the more women that comes out and starts riding the better it will be for all of us because it's just going to be like another woman riding and it's fine so yeah it it is a gradual process it is changing but there are some incidents that happen once in a way when when a boy has so much of ego, he doesn't want to see a woman on a motorcycle. Uh, I've had incidents where a cab driver knocked me off the bike while I was at a signal standing with my ignition off. So there are times like this. Uh, but then the people around might be supportive of you. Um, Yeah, so you can't blame one person's actions for the entire nation. But I do know that uh, there's a lot of change happening. And uh, I'm thankful for that.
0: How does mom and dad feel about all of this?
1: Yeah, and they're very protective. It's because I'm the only daughter. And uh, I don't think any other Indian parent would allow their only daughter to ride around the world like I do. But uh, yeah, over the years, I think uh, they've realized that I am capable of taking care of myself. And um, it's just that uh, traveling so much has taught me like good decision making to trust my um, inner instincts or whatever you call it. And also they definitely believe in the power of prayers like I mentioned earlier there's something or someone that's always protecting you and if, I think if you believe in all of these things and if you are a good person and if you are doing good things then good things will come to you and it will. the universe will take care of you exactly I
0: guess Can we can we talk a little bit about your time on the road and, and how you handle that um, starting with your trip to Australia? Did you do a lot of camping or how did that all work out for you?
1: Yeah, so from India to Bali, I actually stayed quite a lot at uh, at, at different hotels uh, and also a lot with different bikers and their families. But uh, only once when I got to Australia was when I did Two full months of camping is because um, staying in in a, in a hotel in Australia is pretty expensive, which is why I chose to camp. And then Australia is such a huge country, and uh, uh, there's so there's so many places to camp, and it's so well developed and. All of that. So, um, yeah, so the two months of camping was a very different experience for me. It's because um, I have camped before in India, but it was always in friends' estates or some closed enclosure. So I, a place that I felt safe. But here camping in like an unknown country and being all alone alone. Uh, It definitely made me much stronger uh, in my mind than before to be alone for like three to four days and not see anyone. Uh, And also I learned a lot of new skills, how to uh, cook uh, quick food on the go uh, and how important food, water and petrol are, especially when you're traveling to such remote places. And, uh, uh, yeah, and I, I really miss uh, being in that open space and uh, learning new things every day uh, from Australia. So I really want to go back and camp a lot more. And uh, just being out there looking at the stars every night and all these different animals that come close to the tent uh, is like, amazing
0: the australian trip was a very different experience there was a specific goal that you had in mind um but when you ride in india and and when you say you don't really plan ahead so so what's your day like you wake up in the morning and then you decide you're going to go to a specific place or 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 how does that planning fit into your daily routine
1: uh, yes, so every day, actually, every night, uh, I just uh, look at my Google Maps and I see which place. Uh- first the first thing that i search for is a waterfall so uh, uh, and then i see which place is close by to the waterfall and then i make my way to that waterfall i spend a really good time there i do, i don't know how long it would take whether i have to trek down or just the waterfall is close by and then from there i find the closest city uh, but once I'm at a waterfall or a place of interest, that is when I decide how many more kilometers to go, uh, depending on the time of the day and stuff like that. So it's always on the go that I decide where to go next, because I like riding only during the, na- uh, the day and not in the night. So I try to find places close by and Uh, I also check with my friends on the road conditions. So there are a lot of places in India. Sometimes 500 kilometers can only take you like six or seven hours. But in some places, 50 kilometers will take you eight hours of riding. So depending on the road conditions, depending on whether there's a place to stay in that area, there's a lot of things that you have to think about before you could set off on on a trip like this but like i said being in india there's a lot of motorcyclists here and just one message or on instagram or in a in a group can give you like these different places to stay there's a lot of other apps as well that you can find homestays and stuff like that so i think with the current technology and stuff like that it's really easy to travel and uh, yeah, not get lost, basically, especially in India.
0: You, you like waterfalls, do you?
1: I love waterfalls. <laughs> what
0: is what does the future hold for you? Where to where to next? You've done you've done quite a bit of riding. You've explored um, and gone beyond the borders of your country to Australia. Where, where to next?
1: Uh I've actually ridden in more than twenty countries. I've also ridden in South Africa, Swaziland and stuff like that. But yeah, I would definitely love to ride from India to London next. One big trip. One more big
0: trip. Now, there's another thing we didn't know about. And you riding in South Africa. Now you have to tell us about that.
1: Uh yeah, so In 2016, I actually led a group of Australians and Americans in India through Rajasthan. And we had such a good time and it was a great trip. Uh, And that group, uh, we became really good friends. And the following year, they were going to be riding in South Africa. And they asked me, why don't you join us on this trip as well? which is why I flew to South Africa. And then we did like a 12-day ride around. um, Yeah, I flew into Johannesburg and uh, rode from Pretoria to St. Lucia and just did like a whole loop and back to Johannesburg. So that was an amazing ride, one of the best. And we rode uh, BMWs. Uh, So yeah we rode the 1200 gs and uh, yeah each one of us had our own motorcycles it was a brilliant trip i got to see a lot of hippos and it was amazing
0: oh, brilliant you'll have to come back and spend a bit more time because there's so much to see here it's such a it's such a vast country in many respects you know from arid to to semi arid
1: Yes yeah, so uh, whenever people ask me which is your favorite country I always say South Africa and Australia is because of how vast it is and also the wildlife is incredible
0: If there's one little bit of advice that you want to leave with an inspiring I'm going to go for a young lady like you who wants to write what would that what would that message be
1: If you want to ride, just do it. Don't think a lot about it. Take that first step. Give it a try. And I'm telling you, you are going to fall in love with being on a motorcycle, just the breeze on your face and just exploring this beautiful world that we live in. Also, do if you're a young young person like me, do remember that you have to really work hard if you want a life like this. To constantly be on the road, you got to be both mentally and physically strong, and uh, yeah, just have a lot of fun while you're on the road. So just do it.
0: Lastly, Candida, um, we. Where can we follow you? Um, Tell us about your social media pages and where we can catch up with you. You
1: can follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, YouTube uh, on Candida Lewis.
0: um, What I will do is also put this information in the show notes so people can get the links and stuff there. Candida, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for your lovely story and a a moment, I'm sure a brief moment in your life. Thank you very much. Thank
1: you so much. I didn't realize that we were on a video call.